0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Tricia Stefankowitz, registered dietitian nutritionist. On today's episode, we are gonna talk about setting goals when it comes to creating change and getting the desired outcome that we want and related to our health, wellness, and self-care. In particular, in this episode, we are gonna be talking about SMART goals. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that I have a free Facebook group Whole Health Empowerment Project. And I am looking to be in there a little bit more often and to have a place that I can meet with all of you and, and speak to you and kind of just get to know you. So if that's something that you're interested in and you want to help create and expand the mission of this podcast, which is to just kind of empower other women, then head on over to Whole Health Empowerment Project on Facebook. So a lot of times on this podcast, we talk, uh, we talk about behavior change. And one thing that we have talked about, but I don't think enough is about this idea of establishing goals to get to where we need to, when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care goals. A lot of times, I think, first of all, we don't really like write down what our goals are. We don't really even have a, a place that we time that we even, I think outside of New Year's Eve or New Year's day that many of us really set down what our goals are going to be and i think a lot of times when it comes to setting goals when we do make the effort to do that because i'm sure it it it, it does take time it's not easy is i think we make the mistake of either having the goal in our heads so and we're not writing it down so it's probably not going to happen or we make goals that are very vague and they're not very measurable and so we'll we'll say things like oh, I want to lose weight, or I want to get healthier, or I want to have more energy. But then there's no real way, there's no real action plan on how to make that happen. It's just these very generic goals. So chances are that because of that that vagueness and that not being able to measure it and not having a roadmap of how this the desired goal is going to happen, many times we then don't achieve our goals and we feel bad that we have failed and we haven't done what we wanted to do. So that's why I thought it was important today to talk about SMART goals and how to increase the likelihood of us achieving the goals that we really want and desire when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care. Why goals typically don't work is because we, a lot of times, again, we don't write them down. We don't believe that we can do it. We don't have a game plan in mind or a roadmap on how to make those goals happen. And I think because of that, when time, gets really, when, when time gets really stressful and when we have a lack of time, it's very hard then to act on those those goals consistently and to remember why we're even doing those goals and why they're important to us. So this is when SMART goals then come into play. So I'm sure many of you guys have heard of SMART goals previously. SMART is an acronym, and it typically means it stands for SMART, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And so they tend to be SMART goals much more specific and much more of a goal than something that is very vague that probably a lot of us do. One of the things that's really important with a SMART goal is that it helps us to become inspired and motivated to change our desired behaviors because when we're writing down the goal, we have an idea of what it's going to take to get there when it comes to a SMART goal and how if we practice that behavior consistently, then it will help you achieve the desired outcome that you want. In general, we all have ideas of how we're going to make our lives healthier. But unless we are really specific about how we're going to get there, it's going to be really hard for you to do that. So let's talk about what a SMART goal is. What is it? And let's just kind of go through the acronym and just kind of figure out what it is and what we can be doing to make our goals a little bit more achievable than perhaps they are at now. So a SMART goal is when we talk about specific. We mean that it is very specific about what you want to achieve. So you want to say that what we talked about in the beginning, so say you want to have weight loss or you want to eat better. Okay. So it's just establishing what your goal is, why you want to do it is, is helpful too. That might even be really important on why you're doing this goal in the first place. So you're just getting clear about what it is you want to achieve, but you're not getting too rigid either. You're just having like, this is my goal. This is what I want to achieve. The measurable part is how many days per week are you going to commit to doing this behavior? So are you going to commit one day a week? Are you going to commit seven days a week? Just so that you have an idea in your head of what you can do each week to commit to this goal. How many days is realistic for you? attainable means, do you have the resources to achieve this goal? So when we talk about resources, it can be financial resources. So if working out and going to a gym is something that is one of your goals, then do you have the money for a gym membership? And the other part of this, when it comes to resources, is also your time. Time is the most valuable resource, right? So what is what How much time are you able to commit weekly to achieving the goal that you desire? And that's something that becomes really important. And even at the beginning, you might not have a lot of time to commit to it because you may not have bought into that you can actually do it yet. But it is important because a lot of us, I think we set ourselves up to fail. And so we say, oh, we're going to work out seven days a week when maybe right now we're doing nothing. We're just sitting on the couch. So it's just having a a close look at what you really desire and what you're willing to do in terms of committing to it. And then it frees you from feeling bad that you're not doing something every day because you're really going to have a realistic view of what it is and what is possible. So that brings us into the realistic part of this, which is your R, which is realistic. So you want to make sure that you are setting goals that that are not too out of the realm of what you can achieve at this particular time. And what I would say is too, is maybe at the beginning, if you're new to this whole goal setting idea, or if you feel like you are so far away achieving what you want, then perhaps you set goals that are a little bit smaller and more achievable at the beginning to kind of help you gain momentum to creating that much bigger goal that you desire. And then lastly, For the T, we have a time period. So you want any of your goals to have a time period allotted to it. Maybe even like you can even consider it a deadline that you want to achieve. With anything in life, I mean, think about your job, think about anything that you've accomplished. There's usually a deadline that goes along with it. And I think many of us set goals that are none of these things. They're vague. They don't have a clear idea of what days they want to do what. Maybe you don't have a really good Realistic view of what you can achieve at this particular time. And maybe there's no time period of when you're going to achieve it. And so that's why your SMART goals and this acronym of specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound is really helpful when you're setting goals. So let's talk a little bit about what a SMART goal example is, what it is, and then we can kind of talk a little bit more about how to make this happen for you. So if you have a goal that you want to increase your physical activity, Get specific here on what it is that you're going to do to increase your physical activity. Are you going to walk around your neighborhood? Are you going to go to the gym? How is it that you're going to achieve it? Are you going to do something at home? So really start to think about what it is that you can do. And what's realistic too, right? So if you don't have a gym membership, you're gonna have a couple of things that you're gonna to have to put in place before if you set that as your goal that you wanna to go to the gym. So I would also like kind of start where you're at. So if you don't have access to those things and don't make that a goal, so concentrate on what is what you can do at this particular time. So if you wanna increase your physical activity, you decide, okay, I'm gonna walk around my neighborhood and I'm gonna do it after dinner, okay? So already you can see how specific It is from just saying, I want to, I want to be fitter and I want to feel better about my, my, how much I can do in terms of physical activity. So next you're going to decide, okay, how many days a week can you, can can you commit to this activity? And again, this can be very freeing because it can kind of take you off the hook for being like something that you have to do something every day. If you have days in your head, okay, I'm going to do Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, And perhaps maybe you even say another day here just to give yourself a little bit of flexibility if you have a particularly crazy work schedule so that if you're not able to do the other one of the other days, then you have an extra day here. So then you also then want to have a time frame of how often or what time frame you're and then you also want to have an idea of how much you're willing to commit per day. And so, is that 15 minutes that you're going to work out? Is it 30 minutes? Is it 45 minutes? How 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 much can you realistically do on these days per week? And then I would say have an endpoint here. So, how many weeks are you going to do this? So, for this example, for this increasing your physical activity, that's going to be what you want to do. So, specifically, how you're going to achieve that is I'm going to walk around my neighborhood after dinner. I am going to do this four days per week, and maybe even you name the days here, okay? And then you say, I'm going to do this for 30 minutes at a time, and I'm going to do it for 12 weeks. So by having something like that, you see how specific it is. It's not a measure. It's not like this vague goal. It really gives you a blueprint of how you're going to do it. Another example I would say is that if you have this goal that you want to make sure that you're drinking enough water and that you're hydrated through the day, you don't just say, oh my gosh, I just, I want to drink more water. Really try to figure out how you're going to be specific enough to make this goal happen. And so perhaps that looks something like, okay, I'm going to drink eight cups of water per day. That's my goal. And so how are you going to do this? Okay. I'm going to drink three cups of water before lunch. I'm going to do three cups of of water before dinner. And then I'm going to do two cups of water before bed, equaling your eight cups. And so figuring out how many days can you actually do this? Okay. I'm going to do it seven days a week. And then how long are you going to do that for? Okay. One week. So again, it's really specific and it has some time period and it tells you what you need to do to get to that goal our last example would be eating better, right? And so perhaps takeout is something that you are doing too much of and you want to stop. Okay. So then you decide, so for two meals this week, I am going to eat dinner at home. I'm going to make something and I'm not going to order out. And so in that you have, you're going to do your meal is going to be dinner. You've set your goal that you're going to do that two days this week. And maybe you pick your day, okay, on Monday and Wednesday are the, are the days that I'm going to eat dinner at home. And then lastly, putting a time period on that, okay, I'm going to do that for one month and I'm going to see how that goes. So again, you can see in these goals how specific they are and how it really sets you up to have and achieve the goals that you desire. So when it comes to SMART goals, you want to first figure out what it is you want to accomplish. You want to figure out how many days a week you can do it. You want to figure out what resources you need to get started and to make it happen. You want to really be realistic when it comes to what it is you can achieve at this particular season in your life. And then lastly, decide when it is you want to accomplish it by. Some of the things that really help here to make sure that you're able to do these SMART goals is that. You, you know, writing it down, that's a really big one. I think sometimes it doesn't matter if we have a goal, but we don't actually go anywhere with it. If it's just in our head, the chances of us and the likelihood of us achieving that goal is is pretty small. So I would say that is the first thing. And then some of the other benefits here of doing these SMART goals is that having a really specific plan on what you're going to do, it helps give you clarity and motivation on what you want to achieve. So part of that process of creating the goal can be really fun because you're really creating a game plan, how to make it happen, as opposed to just having some vague notion of what you want, but then not really having any roadmap for yourself on how you're going to get there. The SMART goal also is a way to guide you to do something that is new. And a lot of times when we're doing something new, it's it's really uncomfortable and it's really out of our comfort zone. And so by writing it down and having the goal in front of you, it kind of just helps you navigate that time when you feel uncomfortable and when you're a little bit nervous and feeling a little bit unmotivated along the way that you can do it. Smart goals also help us have a a game plan for what we want to accomplish each day. So as you get into your morning routine, you say, okay, what day is it today? What did I say that I was going to do today on my SMART goal? And then I think when it becomes, where it becomes really powerful too, is that you can use that as, as you go into your week, when you're thinking about what you need to accomplish this week, you have that goal outlined already on what you want to achieve and how you're going to do it. When it comes to SMART goals, you can do, something you can start with a really small goal to help you achieve and get to the desired goal that you want. You know, if you are somebody who is wants to run a marathon, but say right now you're laying on the couch most days of the week, it might be really hard for you to just get to that goal right away. And so sometimes it can work to actually establish and achieve some small goals first before you get to the bigger, longer term goal that you want to achieve. So you can kind of use the SMART goals as a stepping stone to give yourself the motivation and the belief that you can actually do it by achieving the smaller goals first and then going on to what your longer term goals that you desire are. Another thing about SMART goals is that they can help you start to believe that you can actually get to the desired outcome that you want. And by using the SMART goals, it's a way that you can measure your progress. So if you have an idea that, you know, I think a lot of times we do this thing and I'm, I'm guilty of it too, like, oh God, I didn't even achieve anything I wanted to do this week or, I didn't eat the way that I wanted to this week. But if you had something like a smart goal outlined at the beginning of the week, though, you would be much more likely to get to what you want to be. And so at the end of the month, when you look back and you say, shit, I didn't do anything. I, I didn't achieve anything. I wanted." Well, that SMART goal can tell you how much you did or didn't do to get to the goal that you wanted. And so that's a really easy fix, right? Then you put a little bit more work into it to achieve it. But I think it's better than having this feeling of like, I did everything I could and I didn't achieve it. Because most likely that's probably not true. If we were to really go back and look at our goals to see what we did to achieve them, we would know whether or not we've put the time in to get there. And again, I'm guilty of thinking that I've that I've done everything that I could to get somewhere in terms of a goal. And then really thinking about it later and being like, oh no, I really didn't do all that I could. There's a lot that I could have improved on. So it's just a way to kind of provide some clarity and to measure what progress and what changes you've made along the way to get you to the bigger goal. So when you're, when we're talking about smart goals, I mean, obviously you can listen to this podcast and and we're talking about it, but if you feel like you need a little bit more clarity, you can certainly um, find information and worksheets on the internet in terms of what SMART goals are and to give you some examples of them. So I want to remind you that like, and this journey into health, wellness, and self-care that it's about changing behavior and taking the time and effort. When it comes to making, making changes to our health, wellness, and self-care, this journey typically requires some time for it to happen because we are changing behaviors that we've been doing for a really long time. And so it may feel really uncomfortable to you. It may feel like there's times when you're not as motivated as you would like to be. And it's not about being perfect because that's a big thing too, is we want the journey to be perfect, but it's not. It's about, you know, being messy, but just moving forward. And it's about being 1% better each day than we were the previous day the previous day. So when I want you to pick a day right now to have some time that you write down what your goal is, what your SMART goal is that you want to achieve. So if it's, you know, that you want to lose weight finally for the last time or you want to make sure that you're finally doing and trying to get the minimum of 150 minutes of exercise per week, then really figure out how you're going to do that. I would tell you to pick a day this week to sit down and really write down and think about what your SMART goal is. For me, that typically tends to be Sunday mornings when I have some tea and I'm doing my meal prep, and I have a little bit more time to myself. So I encourage you to pick a day this week, write down what your goal is, be really specific with it. Again, if you need to, get on the internet and type out "smart goal" and see what you have. There's probably some worksheets there for you to do. So it's about progress over perfection, and I know that you guys can do this. I I, I know that you guys can do this, and I just want to help give you the tools that you need to get closer to achieving the goals that you desire. So have a great week and remember it's progress over perfection. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.